Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Meg's podcast. I'm your host, Meg Rebus, and co-hosting season three with me is my husband, Logan. Howdy. We're excited, as always. I wonder if you can tell I have a cough drop in my mouth. We'll see in this recording sesh when we do (laughs) post-production. Well, we want to thank you for listening. If you're new to the Meg's podcast, welcome. We're pretty laid back. We just talk a little bit about um, some topics that are interesting to us uh, and also just our crazy, chaotic life, right? That's, uh, yeah, that's a pretty good description in general. I mean, that's maybe we should add that to our our show description. Um, anyways, welcome. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram and Facebook, soon coming TikTok. I'm still creating the account, but according to my teenage daughter, we should have had this years ago. She's probably right. So coming soon, we will have TikTok as well, but you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at the Meg's podcast. Also, you guys, if you would download episodes, like that is the biggest way to support us. And we really appreciate that. And then I was looking to Logan. Our last review was in August. I mean, it was an amazing review. Whoever wrote it. Thank you so much. It was so nice. And I love it. But we definitely could use another review. So if you haven't written a review for us, you can do that on most podcast platforms. The one that I was looking at was on the Apple um, podcast app. So write us a review. We would love to hear from you guys. Maybe um, we need to give them something to review us about. It's not on them. The show. It's we on want us. Them re- we want them to review the show We need to us. inspire people to write a review. <laughs> yes, maybe, I know. maybe we inspire maybe we- them by being bad and saying something <laughs> stupid. <laughs> I feel like we do that on every episode. <laughs> um, okay, so also we wanted to mention, because we've had a couple of questions the last few weeks, if you want information on collabing with us or sponsorship opportunities, you can email us at, um, it's info, so I-N-F-O, at themegspodcast.com, and that's T-H-E-M-E-G-S podcast, P-O-D, cast.com. So email us info at the megspodcast.com. We would love to collab with you and chat with you and see how we can work together. Okay. That was a super long intro for us, which sorry about that guys. We do have, um, we have like three topics that we want to run through on our show notes with you guys. But first I just want to do a quick kind of a weekly recap, kind of just a quick recap on our week. Cause there was some significant stuff that happened this past week in our lives. Very significant. Actually, it made me feel really old. Yeah, but there's uh, more and more things uh, I feel like that are doing that or making us feel that way. And I it know. could be just because we are getting old. We are we are actually getting old. Um, it was our daughter's sweet 16 birthday this past week. So we want to shout out to Audrey. She's a pretty amazing kiddo, actually. I shouldn't <sighs> say kid. I shouldn't say kiddo. I'm sure she hates that. I don't care. <laughs> I call her kiddo. I know. And I will continue to call her kiddo. So she turned 16, which yep. again making me feel old. But also, it's a little like 
It's really cool. I love watching both of our girls kind of entering into new and different stages in life and like just really becoming, I was talking with the photographer at her birthday party and she said, I know it's been about a year since I've seen you guys because she had done family pictures for us. And she goes, I can't even begin to tell you not just the physical change that I see in Audrey, she goes, but just the maturity, she goes, Meg, she's really coming into her own. And I was like, that's the perfect way to describe it. I think it's just been really cool watching her just kind of find who she is and yeah. seeing that character grow and develop. And I don't know. I think that's that's most parents. I mean, there's not... <laughs> They're, they're, they're kids. They're, they're not perfect. Uh, you don't always love everything <laughs> that they, uh, that they change, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's also really cool. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, just kind of seeing, trying to get a glimpse of what, you know, what they're going to be like <laughs> as an adult and, uh, when they wander out into the world. And so, um, yeah, it, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, I think uh, we had, so her birthday was on Tuesday on the 18th and, um, and then her party was on Friday night. So it kind of made for a, a kind of a week long sort of feel for everything yeah. because it was a know, birthday, birthday week celebration. Well, for and, sure. and we did all of just kind of the family stuff. Um, but it was weird cause she had to work on her birthday and, um, you know, but I also told her, I was like, Hey, this is a good life lesson. Cause it's uh, like real world. Yeah. I, I mean, I think uh, I've worked on my birthday every yeah. year for the last like 20. Well, Anyways. You, get, you, you get screwed on your birthday because you're in the middle of August and it's always right around school starting. So it, it literally overshadows your my birthday. birthday if the girls aren't starting school on my birthday, my birthday falls like the day before school starts or like the day after school starts. So it's always a like it's we're doing back to school stuff. So yes, my, my birthday gets overshadowed, but honestly, I've kind of stopped counting <laughs> like birthday stuff for me. Like, well, I don't know. I feel like you reach a certain age and you're like, right. eh, whatever. None, none of these numbers sound very good. So why, why, <laughs> right. why talk about them? But, but I it, did have, I mean, this week with Audrey's sweet 16, I did have lots of mama feels. I mean, listen, there, it was a week of full of emotions from stressed out because I was in full party planning mode um, to also having all of the mama feels like we were going through old pictures that we were going to put like some of her baby pictures that we were going to put out at the party. And it just yeah, takes, that, that was, it goes so fast. That was one of my favorite parts. It's like when it was late one night when we dragged those pictures out and you were in, you were in full production mode. Like we got to get stuff done. You weren't being particularly kind or sweet at the time. And it was like, look, we just need to go through these quickly. And I just laughed because I said, there is no way. I was like, this is a rabbit hole that I 100% guarantee this is not going to go quickly. And you're like, no, I don't, we don't have time. We don't have, and sure enough, <laughs> as soon as y'all started digging through, uh, yeah. I so know. Pausing well, for each picture and telling a story about each one. And yeah, a couple hours later, we were like, had our 10 pictures picked out for the party. I know. And I, you know what? You're but right. it put I you started, in a better, it, it, it did, did put you in a better mood. I, it did. I started out with like a foul attitude. I was stressed out party mode. Like you said, party planning, putting decorations together. 
And then we stopped to do this, you know, pick out the pictures. And it was all four of us. It was uh, both girls were looking through pictures and we were just reminiscing and going down memory lane. And that may actually be one of my favorite moments of this week. It was just sweet. It was just us four as a family going through pictures and anyways. Um, But yes, parents out there, it goes by so stinking fast. I know it's cliche, but we're not breaking news here, but no, but you blink and it it's (laughs) they're 16. That's crazy. But happy birthday to yeah. Yeah. And we, we survived the sweet 16 party. Um, you know, I think we, we we blame parents there. Or do you think we were okay? It was just teenagers and then us. Yeah. We, I mean, I'm, I'm sure we're lame, but I just, we weren't, we, we were trying to stay out of the way and just make sure everybody was safe and didn't, you know, get right. you know, get wander off into the parking lot and, you know, and that everybody had a good time and that, you know, they, everybody was taken care of. And, but look, we, the venue was great. We were at, uh, crazy uncle Mike's and, uh, it's kind of right on the Delray, uh, beach and, uh, Boca Raton border. And it's an awesome place. And, uh, they took care of us really, really well. So a shout out to crazy uncle Mike's, um, they always have tons of live music that's really cool and the vibe there is great and the service was just and, and that's honestly that that's really uh you know for for down here <laughs> and probably anywhere <laughs> these days it's really rare to find but um our uh our waiter was awesome i mean the whole staff was great and so anyways it was a great party we survived it i, I think you know there's a lot that went into this. You worked really, really hard to get it all put together. And, and so, and, and that, that, that's a big part of it too, is you put so much in, um, planning and getting everything ready. Um, you know, we had a, you had a couple of friends come help you set up and, you know, and so anyways, it was great. Um, we, we survived the sweet 16. I, you know, we've, we've seen some of these quinceañeras, um, and, uh, bar and bat mitzvahs, uh, down here that, I mean, we, we got off easy compared to, <laughs> to, to well, some of these things we've seen go on down here. We um, did, but, but it was great. It was a good success. I do like to plan. a. Um, I had several people ask me if I had a party planning business. Not yet. Maybe maybe I will add that as a third or fourth business coming. I don't know. I, I think right now I like to do it just it's a creative outlet for me. So, yeah, but it also <laughs> takes a lot out of you. So it does. Again, I'm, I'm, it went really well. Happy sweet 16 to our dear Audrey. Um, yeah. So <laughs> now she just needs to get on with, uh, getting her grades up and, uh, you know, Oh, stop for, it. Getting ready for college. She's good. She's good. Leaving okay. us forever. <laughs> Don't say that. That's the mama feels that I can't handle that. I thought about all week long. I, I was so weepy. All, I, I was so weepy all week long. And I feel like we ended that little week recap and then you just open back up a wound so all right. well all right we are i'm wounds. gonna i'm good yes speaking of wounds that actually does go into our first topic i think i picked this topic this week because it's been so prevalent the last three weeks maybe a month in the sports world all the headlines have been about football concussions, injuries. I feel like this has been so far, I know it's still kind of the beginning of the season too, but this has been one of the most, um, there has been a ton of injuries this football pro season, right? So here's what I wanted to talk about. Here's what I titled this, our first topic. 
is it too risky? Because there's been multiple concussion protocols that have been changed recently, even just in the professional world. Like, and we'll dive into, you know, middle school, high school, college football, pro football, like what we think as parents, things like that. But I just thought it was a, a something worth discussing because, you know, we've said it on other episodes. Me and you, you know, we love sports. We're both pretty competitive or we have that competitive streak in us. And I can appreciate some sports talk. I This has been a highlight for the last in a headline for the for weeks. No, so you're right. I, I wanted to dive into this concussion, injury, all the protocols, really the dangers of sports versus the rewards. Well, I I don't obviously uh anybody that keeps up with sports knows that um that head injuries have become a bigger topic, you know, here in the last a decade or so. And so there's a lot more, uh, I mean, you know, something that was just somebody getting their bell rung when we were kids, you know, was the, the, the common term that kind of dismissed, uh, um, what could have possibly been a concussion. Um, you know, yeah. the, 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 so it's in no, obviously the, the movie that came out with Will Smith, uh, I forget the name of it, but where he, um, uh, played the doctor that uh, kind of d- discovered the and brought the CTE thing to light, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so there's uh, there's a lot more awareness about it now, and um, you know, and they have all these protocols, and I think you know the so when you're looking for it um, and you have protocols, uh, that's the good thing, it, but it's it's like it's like so many things in life, I suppose you're going to, you're going to hear more about them, right? You're going to hear more about concussions when you're actually checking for concussions. Um, and so, okay. So this brings up, uh, well here, you finish that statement and then I'll dive into what well, I, and I, I just, it's, and I think what really brought this to light here is in nationwide was the Tua Tagovailoa yes. situation okay, for the dolphins. Was, and yep, that's so, what I was going to say. And this, this was really crazy with knowing all the protocols that are in place, you know, so he, he had, um, he was playing on on Sunday, um, you know, as usual, uh, and he and he's has, on the Dolphins, right? How he's do, the quarterback. I wanna, how do you pronounce his name? Tagavailoa, I believe. But he he. Oh, I so, thought it was Tua. Tua. Well, that's his first name, Tua. But um, so he he got hit. He hit his head. All right, when uh when a guy hit him after he uh threw you know uh, he'd thrown a pass and right after that, right after he'd released the ball, he got hit. Uh, his head hit the turf. Uh, he got up. Um and did that kind of, you know, he's kind of wobbling, staggering. And then he like, he caught himself, but he collapsed and, and, but caught himself before he went all the way to the ground. And, and then ultimately, so they took him off the field, but they, they classified it as a back injury, not a head injury. This is what I get confused on. And I have read so many articles on this, just trying to gain a, an accurate perspective and picture of what actually happened. So I've read, I can't even tell you how many articles on this. I couldn't figure out still. I don't know why they thought it was a back injury. He clearly, like you said, if you watch the play, which I've watched it, replayed it. If you watch the play, like you're not looking at that going, Oh, I'm concerned with his back. So I couldn't figure out why was it initially treated 
I don't think anybody, it, I don't think it makes sense to anybody. And here's the, so the kicker though is, so he, he was out of that game. Um, but then they were, they had, they were playing in the Thursday night game. And so now you've got a short week and, so, and this is one of those, a whole other topic and, and how hard it is on these NFL players to, um, to play in a short week. So to turn around from Sunday to Thursday, the, the amount of recovery and then preparation that, that goes into it, it just condenses everything. But so he's out there after, you know, what everybody thought was him getting a concussion, um, or some sort of head injury. Uh, but then he turns around and is cleared and is playing on um, Thursday night and almost immediately in the game takes a nasty hit, hits his head again. In and the second out. game, not yeah, in the first in the game. Thursday, right. In the Thursday night game. And so he's gone and everybody's screaming like, why was he in there? And, and, and look, they have independent doctors um, that are supposed to make these calls on, you know, that don't work for the team, but you also have the team doctors that are their, their main focus should be player safety, not just, you know, getting somebody back out there. And, and, but again, they had, and and so there, there are things in place, but somehow it failed here. And so, and and this is what brought up the the big topic nationwide, I think was this situation. Where where was the failure in the breakdown in the concussion protocol? Do you think he said, I, my head doesn't hurt. I, I just, I, my back I, hurts. I, supposedly the independent <laughs> doctor cleared him. And so, it, and, and so I, again, I, I don't know that we'll ever get the full story as to how that happened, but I think just common sense wise, everybody on the outside looking in is just kind of like, this is insane. Uh, I can't, I mean, well, and this is the highest level of the sport. This is right. the NFL, right? So I just feel like at that level, I think everybody's outrage was because, okay, at this high level. Right. How did this happen? The, right? I thought there were procedures in place to keep this from right. happening, and then right. it happened. And so, no, and I look, I don't really want to dig too deep into that because we I don't know. know. I know. We don't. We but don't I have think it's just, the... it's the idea, though, that, um, you know, as we're, we're becoming more and more aware of this, and then, you know, the long term effects of getting, you know, and when, when they talk about getting consecutive concussions in a short period of time. So um, and, here, go ahead. Well, I just, keep interrupting. Just how 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 serious that is. Like so, it's all. I mean, a concussion we we now know is you know is something that it, it, there's varying degrees of it, and everybody reacts differently to to that trauma. But but specifically, the idea of getting you know multiple concussions in a short period of time that you know that they're talking about how really really bad that is, how really dangerous that is for your long term health prospects, and so that's where it starts to get you know really scary. I think. So uh, I, I love this topic for us because you, I really get to pick your brain because you played football even at, for a little bit at the college level. So I feel like, you know, do you look back at some hits that you took? Like, do you think that you had concussions and, but didn't even go through no, protocol I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, yeah, there were no protocols for that. I mean, um, and you know, back in the mid nineties, uh, you know, I mean, if you got knocked out, I'm sure they'd look at you and, you know, something like that. But I mean, I remember, uh, over the years, I mean, even in, as young as peewee football, um, I mean, I started playing tackle 
football in like fourth grade, I think. And I remember times, my, you know, the, my head hitting the ground or whatever, uh, everything kind of going black, uh, pee yourself a little bit. Uh, and you're just, that, well, cause you're out. Like, you're, is that it, a thing? Like, I didn't know that. Like, I'm, you're I'm out. sorry. To, like, I'm sorry to be laughing. Cause I know it's not funny, but I didn't know that that was. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, it just like, you just, were, but I, I never, I don't remember ever having the, um, the symptoms or the, you know, the, the effects, you know, with like the, you know, being sensitive to light and noise and, you know, different and headaches. Up, and, like yeah, and, yeah, and right the, so I don't, I don't remember ever having that to where I was concerned. Um, but I definitely remember, you know, the old getting your bell rung type feeling thing yeah. happening, you know, constantly. And, it, but then also when they talk about CTE, um, mm-hmm. you know, that's a different deal. And, and that's, that's the constant, um, contact you know of your brain rattling around inside your skull because especially like the offensive and defensive linemen um you know where they're they're every play their heads are hitting you know as they fire off into each other and um you know and and so okay yeah, i mean it's it, when you when you start to so when you start to think about it i mean it it is scary right i mean and, but yeah okay so looking back on it now okay i have two questions for you then one looking back would you yourself, would you play knowing what you know now? Would you go back and would you yourself play? That's the first question. My second question is if we had a son or I guess for that matter, you know, we have girls that and girls are playing in football now. Would you let son or daughter play football? Yeah. Is it, is it too risky? Like well, tell, tell think, me your thoughts. You know, I, I, yeah, I would let them play. Uh, but you also have to just be, you have to be more aware. I mean, it's, it's, you, you once you know something, you know, you, you, you can't, you, unknow you, can't it. Just, you can't ignore it. I mean, that's, that's it, your job as a parent is, and look, they're, they've, they, there are a lot of things that they've done. I mean, there's a lot of improvements in the equipment and, you know, and, and just the awareness of everything. Um, you know, to help protect people. And so, but you just, and, but it does, it brings up difficult decisions. And so, I mean, that's tough. I mean, if you have a kid you, that gets would a couple. You, would you let them play at a peewee level or would you say, Hey, no, you've got to wait till like middle school. What would, what yeah. would you do? Yeah. I think, um, I would probably encourage them and, and, and try to, you know, go more like the flag football route or something like that early, um, just to, they're still developing. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, get a little bit, but it, it's tough. I mean, I, I had a great time. I love football. I still love football and I, I, know. I miss, I miss, and, and there was nothing, I, I, you know, the, 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 the gameplay and everything else was just, I, I, I really enjoyed it. And, and, um, I love the physicality of it. Um, and, I love playing on a, a, you know, with a big group, you know, on a large you team. Like I, I love camaraderie. Yeah, of it too. I, I, so I, I love the sport. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, so I would let them play, but yeah, you got to be careful. And, and, but it does, if you have a kid that, that, you know, gets, gets put in this position and they love football and they love, you know, or they, whatever they're playing, you know, whether it could be, you know, the concussions happen in soccer all the time with the, the way that game is played and there's no, cause there's no protection. Yeah. Um, but you've got somebody who loves it and you know, they get, two concussions in a row and you know and and we've seen it in our own lives like i mean mm-hmm. what uh with family and and friends what 
the effects can be of the these types of it's, injuries. It's debilitating, crippling. Yeah. And, and the, we have two nieces. Well, actually, niece, nephew. We have multiple immediate family members that have had really significant brain and concussion injuries and that have lasted and have long-term effects. And so this is a bit of a sensitive subject, I think, for us. But at the same time, I'm kind of with you just as far as letting kids, if they were our own and they said they wanted to play football, um, I I am with you. I think I would say yes. Uh, I'm with you also. I think, you know, let them play flag football for as long as that. Well, but it's, again, it's, I think it's. But here's the thing, looking at it too, the things that I learned being on a team, a sports team, um, just life lessons, things even just about my own self, just character building, it was really incredibly beneficial. It's really kind of shaped a little bit of who I am. And I think you would say the same thing. Oh, absolutely. So for me, I do think that the reward you know, of playing and being a part of a sports team outweighs that risk. There's risk with everything. Look, you I, know? Yeah. And I think it's just about trying to be smart. I mean, um, I would be that mom that probably had my kid at, you know, like a monthly neurologist appointment. Just, <laughs> well, I think I would try to be as proactive as I could. I, I would I be, a, I'm a worrier, so I would worry. So I'm not trying to say that I don't think that there's any risk there at all. Obviously, I know that there is, and I'm a big worrier. So I would do the things that I would need to would need to be done for them to say, hey, can we get a good picture? Or maybe doing an appointment like at the beginning of the season and then meeting again at the end of the season just to have like some baselines for my child. Like, hey, you know. And in that way, I've got a doctor's opinion. Like, if they told me at any point, "Hey, they actually don't need to play anymore," like oh, I'm seeing and, some signs and, or whatever. I don't know if that's possible. I'm just saying, in my head, I think I would try to take additional steps. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I don't. I don't know about all that. But again, I think you just have to be aware, and so, and it has to be something that you, you know, you. you are monitoring one way or another. And so whether it's something as, as drastic as, you know, visiting a neurologist, I mean, that's, that's fine. Uh, but again, I think it's just something that How you, do you have you... to keep, keep an eye on and, you know, and, 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 but you also need to be aware of what's, what, what are the protocols at the junior high at the high school, whatever. I mean, what is the, I think you talk to your child about that too. Like I think middle school and high school, they're capable of being involved in that decision as well. Like, and having discussions with them about it. Like, Hey, here's, here's some things that can go on. Like, is this something that you still want to pursue? How does that make you feel? And I think the, the awareness is the biggest thing and, you know, and, but also they've changed rules. I mean, as far as the way, you know, uh, the hitting targeting and things like that, that that they're trying, you know, it makes, it makes the game difficult to play at times, but I feel like that's a whole other topic is how football has evolved as far as the sport itself, how it's evolved over the years too. So maybe we'll make that another episode, but I just wanted to, 
like yeah. I said, it's been it's, all over the headlines. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, been, it's a violent game, and it has you know, been it, a injury prone season for sure, and not just head injuries. Oh my gosh, like oh yeah. you know, Dak oh. with his hand, and it's a but it's the gosh. It's the I best, just though. and not even just the Cowboys. I, just, <laughs> I know it's everywhere and it always happens. But you do you hate seeing you know that, but you you hate seeing it. But it's part of the game and you know and that's it's across the board. It's every sport. And so. so is Tua is he's back? Yeah, he's, he's playing today. Cleared, he's playing. So we're we're, we're so glad. Um, we're not. I know that we live in South Florida now, so we do kind of cheer a little bit for the Dolphins. So uh, we wish you. Um an additional speedy recovery. It sounds like he's recovered if he's playing, but we're glad he's back and yes, healthy. They were, they were talking about it this morning. So we're recording on a Sunday, but they're, I mean, he's been cleared by like 25 doctors now, of course, and from <laughs> like every corner, well, of the, every corner of the country, but, um, good. but so he's hopefully, uh, well, you know, so we're, we're, we're hoping everything goes well, you know, for Tua and, you know, for all, the, all these guys, hopefully, uh, they, you know, make it out, um, make it out of their careers with, uh, you know, Nothing that is debilitating for the rest of their mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. Um, and we'll have more sports talk. Uh, we've done a little bit here and there on a few other episodes. Um, but I think it's something, like I said, me and Logan like to talk about the things that are passionate to us and that we're, you know, involved in and care about. So more sports talk to come in future episodes, I'm sure. Um I want to move on. This does kind of correlate topic two kind of correlates with what we were just talking about. So when you, when these moments, when you, uh, you look at your life and you think, well, okay, so what if this big event had gone differently and what would my life be like? And so you were, you were pondering or we were pondering the, the, what if we had had a boy instead of a girl and you know, well, we have- really because how my ADD brain goes is we were discussing the previous topic that you know is playing football is it too risky you know we were kind of diving in making notes and talking about that and but my brain immediately then was like oh my gosh what if I did have a boy like what would that have looked like and then and then I chased a squirrel off into into that and we got to laughing because <laughs> I have a bit, so if I was a boy mom, I have a bit of a jealous streak in me. <laughs> so, so well, you know, I, I think a funny topic um, that maybe is not always funny um, to everybody involved, but that I think most most couples um, th- that you know, w- when you've been together a long time, we've been married or whatever, living together for a long time, and is the the in law discussion and what. Uh, you know, just the dynamics of, you know, blending families together and, uh, and how that plays out over time. And, and, yeah. you know, and, would, and I so, be, would I be a good, if I had a boy, would I be a good mother-in-law? It's a, it's a different role, right? So the, the mother, yes. the mother of a, of a girl, uh, mother-in-law versus a mother of a boy, mother-in-law, uh, I, I, at least in our estimation feels like a, a, a different, you know, different dynamics. I feel like this is a good topic. So if we had had a boy and I was a mother-in-law to a daughter-in-law, what would that look like? Would I be a good boy mom, one, and two, would I be a good boy mom, mother-in-law? 
I think and, you would have been a good boy mom, but it, I just you're just you're a good mom in general. So I just I don't I don't I, overall I don't think it really you know the I it think doesn't. I, there's I not a whole you, lot of difference there. Right. I mean, Other than boys are so stinky and right. smelly. That would have been so difficult for you. I don't think I would have like enjoyed or I think that just like really confuses me. Like some of the things that you guys do. I'm like, but but why do you do that? Why does that go yeah. there? Like well, why does what, you know, like I don't. I don't get yeah. that part. Well, <clears throat> but if I could adjust to having girls, I mean, and yes. this goes back to our, 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 you know, the way we grew up. You, uh, I came from a family of three boys, and you came from a family of uh, four kids, which three three of them were girls, and and, and one. And boy. I have one brother. Yeah, and so you you were mostly, uh, you know, and kind of you lived in a a a more estrogen filled environment than than uh certainly i did because i was yeah yeah and i we were just a bunch of meatheads that you know that was sports and you know you and your brothers i like and i love your brothers too like i'm actually would love i am hoping to have them on um as uh co-hosts for season four so more to come on that but uh yeah i just i think that I have enough of a small little jealous streak in me that when my small if, little jealous streak is it small? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, well, Meg, so if Meg, my Meg's son, a sweetheart, but uh, she when she can get a little irrational when uh, the the jealous streak starts kicking in. So I I was thinking in my head, okay, uh-huh. I have this pretend son. And he falls in love, decides to get married, and you know what do I think about my yeah. new daughter-in-law? Yeah. How would that be? And yeah, I think I would have to really rein that in. I think I would really lean on you a lot. Like even if she was like cute as pie and sweet, I just think that there's still something in me that would be like, whoa. Like that's my son. I've cared for him for the last cute as pie. I think I meant to cute. say sweet as pie. I I meant to say cute uh, and then sweet as pie. I get you. Okay, so I think the uh, yeah you would be this would be a struggle for you and you because yeah it would be your baby boy and then they would uh things would start to change and he would uh um you know he he has a now he has a uh, he has a a different female uh person in his life that he's relying on that is you know maybe you know you start to see and changes you start you hear different things from him or you and you're and so you're i think that's where the brain immediately goes to well so right obviously so- it's her fault <laughs> so I think that, yes, it would be something that I would definitely have to work on. But I think if it was really something, if I raised my son correctly and that he found, you know, a really kind person and believed in this person, I would love that girl just as much. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, or, I, or whoever, girl, guy, whoever they pick to choose to love and be a partner with for life. Uh, that is my hope is that 
I think. <laughs> I but okay. I, I think, and you know, this is not breaking news. The 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 uh, nobody really talks about uh, the the dad of you know the dad and son relationship all that much. You know, unless he's just some sort of maniac. But um, you know, but obviously, it's a dads with daughters. You know, moms with sons is kind of that uh, dynamic. That, that's right. the dynamic that everybody you know the, where the stories come from, and so. Uh, but you do, and I know culturally it makes a difference, uh, the way families kind of operate and are set up and, um, but I, it's funny just thinking about you, um, because yeah, I think you have this sort of, yeah, you, you just have this jealous streak that I think would I don't probably like be it. An- I'm proud of it, but I, I'm just being real and being honest. I, I'm aware of it. I know it's there because it was it was a thing when we were newly married. Well, it was probably a thing for the first few years of our marriage. And before that, I think as I've gotten older and more comfortable in my own skin and just more confident, um, and as our trust in our marriage and stuff has grown and built, I think I see less of that jealous streak. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping I, you would say the same thing. Yeah, too, no, you, you've done better. Um, I, but I, again, I think that, uh, it, it, and like you said, time time helps with this. But it also, I, I just think this is a it's a different dynamic when it's a kid, and you know you don't. <laughs> yes. And so I don't know that poor. I'm and pretty sure you would be. Is, you would be pissed at this girl. All the I time. know. Listen, you, you so obviously this is a pretend scenario that we're talking about because we only have girls, but we laughed discussing this topic because I think me as a boy mom to, you know, from when they're born to age 20, totally cool. I would have rocked it. But then once a serious girlfriend or whoever comes in their life, I think that is, I, it would really be, I feel sorry for the girl. Like, I think my heart would want to like love her and, and love whoever they picked and accept them. (laughs) But, but I know reality and I think it would be really, I think it would be hard for the first few years. Yeah, I think. And I, and I would never hear the end of it. So I, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with the way things turned out, which you couldn't, we you ha- couldn't okay, have convinced so- me of this uh, 20 years ago. Uh, I was because uh, I was totally freaked out when, you know, when we found out we were having a girl and then another one. And, um, and I, but I, I've, again, and see, I love I our think girls. You're, and, and see, I think you're a great girl dad. Like I, like, I think you, completely rock it with our girls like you're a great parent um so yeah i think girl or boy whatever scenario I, I have my challenges you know coming up though because we, we're just now starting to kind of the dating into this uh, you know into this brave new world where i'm gonna have to put up with these jack wagons that she drags home and gotta figure out what to how to how to how to navigate that and um so, so I, as a girl, as a girl mom who, you know, I think a son-in-law coming in, I will like, I think I'll be totally fine. I don't think that jealousy will pop up at all. It's more of a protect. I think I will be more protective of the girls like, hey, you better not break their heart 
buddy, but also I love you. <laughs> so I think, right. I think it's going to be interesting these next few years for sure. Like what kind of, what kind of in-laws will we be, Revis? I'm going to be awesome, but that I, is what we wanted to <clears throat> ponder on topic two. Um, and they're going to love me. <laughs> we're still. She's just turned sixteen. We have so long to go, but I think it's funny some of the things that we like start talking about and wondering about. And speaking of kind of our marriage and evolving, because we are coming up. Guys, if y'all haven't heard us talk about this yet, our 20th uh, wedding anniversary is coming up here. Married. So, yeah, we've got uh, we've got a big one coming up. And um, yeah, it's so, hard, to, hard to imagine. I mean, gosh, 20 years of marriage. <laughs> we were babies, but I, I love it. I actually wouldn't. Somebody asked me the other day, you know, do you wish you had waited longer to get married. That's what we get asked a lot is because we got married when we were young. We were 22 and 23. And would we change that? My, I think my answers may be different than yours, but I say no, even though we struggled and there was things that we had to like learn and grow into as a couple. And it took us years and years and years and years to figure out. I still feel like I look back and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like he's like my best friend. We grew. I feel like we grew up together. Yeah, like, I don't. I wouldn't change it. I, I and because I don't think that works. Um, you can't it, just. There's there's too much that can happen. Um, and you know without uh without having that level of commitment, you know, I, who knows what happens. And so, I, but from from the standpoint of just like talking to our girls, um, you know, it's it's. I've encouraged them to, you know to do what they feel is best for, you know, their lives. And, and so if they find somebody and that's what they want to do, that's fine. But, um, but I've mostly just encouraged them to, to not feel like that's, that's a requirement for them, you know, to become an adult and be successful in life. And, you know, and uh, I think we both want to make sure that it's not, um, associated with their identity. Yeah, I mean, we want them to have their own identity and if whatever their hopes and dreams and career paths look like, we want them to know that they can pursue that individually. Yeah, now, if that's what they want to do. Now, I, mean, I do think we talk to them about how having a partner makes that so much sweeter and, yeah. you know, the um, kind of our team dynamic that me and you have and hopefully that we're modeling for our girls is a positive one and that they see that. But I do want to instill in them, um, and you've helped me see that, that this is a good thing, that that kind of independence and what they're capable of just themselves. So, um, but we digress. I, well, I mean, this is part of our topic, kind of our little ender topic for the episode, but as our marriage has evolved over the last almost 20 years, we got to laughing about the things that kind of irk us now or that we have like little tiffs about now versus when we were like back in our younger married days. And this came up because we had a little tiff the other day. It didn't even it last long. It wasn't even it wasn't, that. I don't even. Uh, yeah, it was just. Well, you did storm out. You stormed I off to work. Storm out. I just was 
I just was done. I was yes, like, you were done. Here's the thing. So here's what happened is I dropped off Haley Bell to school and I come back home and and usually within five or 10 minutes, Logan will then be leaving for work too. So I see him in kind of passing in the mornings right before as I'm coming back in the door and he's kind of heading out the door. And here's what I said is he went in for a kiss because he was he was fixing to leave for work. And I know what you're thinking, Revis. I know I think I know what I'm trying to think how to say this. Anyways, I'll just tell you what happened and then I'll tell you what really was going through my head. He leaned in for a kiss. I think I did kiss you. But then immediately after I kissed you, I said, oh, my gosh. This is embarrassing. No, 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 this no. is embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. I go, oh my gosh, you got to poop and I didn't. That is what came out of my mouth. I, okay. I just, it, you say things sometimes that, you know, just kind of stop me down where I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And, you know, and that, that happens and I'm just like completely lost. But I, I you know, I, whatever I was expecting um, you to say, I mean, probably something more along the lines of love you, have a great day. Love you, have a uh, great um, day. You know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I, I was, because, and then to, I just kind of stopped okay, it's, and it's started my... thinking about what did I just hear? <laughs> what did she just say to me? And he was like, he was like, are you kidding me? Whatever. I didn't. And, and well, he like, like stormed off. Just, I, no, I sat there for like, I just kind of paused and was like, one, no, you, I didn't. Are you kidding what? me? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? Why did, what are you? So now I'm sitting there getting ready to walk out the door to go to work. And I've just showered. I've just gotten dressed. I've just put on the cologne that you gave me that you love so much. And you're, and then you kiss you, you and then i say that i know you start sniffing the air no. over my shoulder and go no. you got to poop and no I, that's I, not i knew that that's what you thought happened let me tell you my ADD brain here is what it was going on i know you thought that it had to do with smell it had nothing to do with smell that i don't I don't remember. I remember stepping back. Maybe you thought I was smelling, but I wasn't. Listen to what oh happened. Gosh. Okay. The bathroom fan was on, and you know my hate for a bathroom fan. I don't like the noise. It it bothers my ears or whatever. I don't like it. I literally only use it when I go to the bathroom, and then that's it. And this is probably TMI too. Y'all are probably like, really? Why are y'all discussing this? But this is what we do on this. Uh, on this podcast show. So I had heard the bathroom fan. Okay. That's one. And I was like, oh my gosh, he got to go. Okay. That's what was running through my brain. The third thing running through my brain was I tend to not have, like I get backed up way more than he does. Like I'm not as regular as him. And so this had been an extended <laughs> longer than my normal, longer than my usual. And so I heard the bathroom fan as I was kissing you and it kind of pissed me off because I was like, oh my gosh, I need to go. I want to go to the bathroom so bad. And he gets to go all the time. Logan's like super I regular. I get to go all the time. And, and so this is, this is, 
are I'm just crazy. Trying, I'm just trying to leave to go to work, and my wife's <laughs> mad at me because she thinks I got to take a dump, and which didn't even happen. But now I'm sitting there thinking I smell like a turd on my way out the door to go to work, and I'm just staring at her like, "What is wrong with you? Why? Like, why did you say talk. that? Like, and so, and then I, I, I started to like, like smell my, and I was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. I was like, I, I, I bathed. I'm wearing clean clothes. I put on deodorant and cologne, and I am going to work. I do not smell like a turd. I cannot believe this. We just had this. I, I was like, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm leaving. I was like, I'm just, I'm going to work. <laughs> and you left. Okay, so I just in like obviously this is really funny because I say some really stupid stuff um and just blurt things that are coming through my mind like almost no filters I've worked really 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 hard on it so normally I don't but I think there's that comfort level with you and so I just usually do blurt out whatever but um it got me I was laughing so hard early later in the day because you know, like back in the day, the things that we would have like had little arguments well, about. If you okay, it would have so, been probably like you staying out too late. Like, hey, you hung out with your friends, you stayed out too late, and that would have really ticked me off. And I would have blurted something out about that. Now I'm blurting things out like you got to poop and <laughs> I didn't. So <laughs> like, it's if you if, funny. if it's you funny. Had, yeah, if you had said we were going to get um, into some sort of. Uh, get get sideways say before you know before i went left work when i woke up that morning um i would have okay i said okay that's possible you know we don't you're not usually real real chipper in the morning and so um <laughs> but uh, but it, you could have let if you gave me um a million guesses as to what we were going to get sideways about i would not have come up with that and I just, I, it just, it's one of those moments where I just, it's like I, the words came out of your <laughs> mouth. And I just, in, in that moment, I was like, what is, what? 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 Why? I know. What? Okay. Well, speaking of what and why, and thank you for laughing with me about this now. I know that was so crazy <laughs> and ridiculous to say, but. That was my thought process. It had nothing to do with how you smelled. You can see, um, how, you see how maybe that's yes, what, uh, I do, why that would I be a do. little disconcerting on my way out the door to work. I'm sorry, Brevis. I apologize. Um, okay, but what I do want to know, and what I wanted to end with real quick, was if we want to know what is the stupidest thing that you have argued with your significant other about, like. Send us those fight topics so you can email us and just like be like, this was so dumb. Here's what we fought about. Now we laugh about it. Um, so you can email that to us at um, info at the megspodcast.com or you can go into our social medias uh, and DM us or leave us a message, a comment on a post and just put, hey, heard your episode 15. Here's the dumbest thing that we've been fighting about. Um, but we would love to hear from you. That is what um, I I just, I think I'm really curious to know. Do other people like have little arguments about stupid stuff? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, so, I, this, uh, this should be a fun topic. 
I know. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Meg's podcast. We so appreciate y'all downloading all the episodes and we will catch you next week. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to go poop. (laughs) Bye y'all.